Are you an Elvis fan? Are you excited about his new tour? You heard me right. You're listening to My Talk 1071, where we talk about entertainment news, and this is definitely one that people are paying attention to. The Elvis tour. No, I don't think people know about this story. They That's don't? why I thought it was pretty surprising. Have you heard had you heard about this? You told me this morning. Well, no, you you heard me tell you about it. I'm just saying the average person probably has not heard All right. that Elvis is going on tour. But that's exactly why I was surprised when I read it this morning. Like, wait, Elvis is going on tour again? There's a problem with that. There is? Why? <laughs> He's not here. <gasps> when did this happen? Well, a few years ago, Don. although <laughs> the tabloids would have you believe he still somewhere in a parking lot of a Wendy's. Uh, showing up on occasion. Remember all those yes. those like weird tabloid stories? <laughs> yes, yes. So the fact that Elvis is going on tour again, kind of a surprise, kind of a shock, and also technically impossible. But wait, it's not. Why? Because artificial intelligence is here, and it's the future. We haven't talked about Celebrity Holograms as a show family, Um. So I thought I need to take your temperature on on uh, celebrity holograms because this became a topic of discussion originally when an outfit tried to make a Whitney Houston hologram go on tour. Mm -hmm. And I remember we actually had somebody from the company who was like working on this technology on um, to talk about like what's involved and how this all, you know, like how this whole hologram technology works. And while it's fascinating, it's, it's not maybe perfected yet. So before we get to any of that though, I wanted to just see how you feel about the idea of going and sitting in a concert arena to watch somebody like Elvis, who's no longer with us mm-hmm. perform in concert. It depends on who it is. Okay. Since it's Elvis, I've already signed up to be on the wait list to buy presale. So you're like all in no matter what. Yes, because it's Elvis. Yeah. And it's in Vegas. Okay. So it's a perfect reason to go to Vegas. Yeah. So it's not about the show. It's just about the fact that it's in Vegas. Um, No, it's about Elvis. Okay. Because I'm an Elvis freak. Okay. Yeah. Um, And it wouldn't matter to you if the technology was good or if the experience was good. You'd just be all in regardless. Yeah. I just want to see what it's like. I want to see if I can feel something because that's the part I'm worried about. Not worried about, but I just wonder if it's going to make me feel like Elvis is there and I'm getting to see something special. Yeah. I can trick my brain if it's good enough, you know, and I'll I'll take a risk so, on Elvis. So then are you saying basically you're 50-50? You'll go, you'll check it out, you want to see what it actually looks like. Absolutely. Okay. Mike, do you have any strong feelings about celebrity holograms? I don't like it. Okay. Tell me why. Because, uh, like you said, you have to trick your brain to believe what you're seeing is is that individual. I mean, it's just it's like watching a, a, a movie of the person or whatever, and just having good sound. Like I, I'd almost you rather just watch it. In, I'd rather almost watch an impersonator who I'm like, wow, that person's really uh-huh. talented at recreating this person's like vibe, and mm-hmm. I'm like, or this person's talent. Like I almost get more out of that than just watching it on a screen or through hologram technology. Sure, for me personally. Okay, so you're going to be a little more reserved, yeah, in your judgment, definitely. I, generally speaking, I think I veer more towards your response, Don. I 
it's it depends certainly on who it is. I got very excited. Have either of you guys heard about that ABBA show in oh, London, yeah. the hologram? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got really excited about that because look, I love technology. Well, also I love ABBA, and I you know I'm not an Elvis fan per se. Like I enjoy some of his music, but he's not for me who I would be like, yeah. Whitney Houston, I was like, oh, it's a little too close to her death. It's a little strange. But then I kind of had a thought like, maybe it's even good for celebrities who are still with us because then a bunch more people can see them in concert. Right? Like, because what's the problem today? Nobody can get tickets to anything. And it's super expensive. And it's super expensive. to be a low cost. So maybe this would be a solution for people who you don't have to be dearly departed, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be morbid. What I'm saying is, I like the idea of it. I'm a little concerned that we haven't gotten the technology there yet. Now, when it comes to Elvis, though, I did want to just give you the details and see if if that sort of changes your mind about this. In 2024, that is this year, you are going to be able to see something called Elvis Evolution set to premiere in London. It's also then going to move on to a few other global cities, including, as Don already said, Las Vegas here in the United States. It's the only place you'll be able to see it. It is a life-sized digital projection of the late Elvis yeah, using quote holographic projection and artificial intelligence. He will sing some of his biggest hits. Uh, They don't give you the venue. Like we don't know the venue yet uh, in London or elsewhere in Vegas, Berlin, Tokyo, et cetera. Something tells me like when you go to the website, I feel like a lot of this is still in the early stages. Okay. If you go to the website, it's called, Elvis.layeredreality.com. There's a link on our website. There's not a lot there. And I'm okay with it. And it sounds, so you're all in regardless. I would go, even if it's like Princess Leia, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, a tiny mini (laughs) one in my hand, like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Like if we all had a little mini Elvis that we could project right in front of our seat and I could watch him, that's great. Yeah. I actually, when we were talking about this before the show, that's actually what I would prefer because I think it's hilarious. Think about this for a moment. Again, we're talking about celebrity holograms. I mean, if I'm going to like, if you're going to spend all this money on technology and stuff, isn't it weird kind of that we're all going to show up in a room, Mm -hmm. thousands of people to watch ostensibly television? Yeah. Yeah, Because that's what, that's what a hologram is. Yeah essentially mm-hmm. right can we just get the hologram into our home oh so i don't ha- and you could even give me the whole audience holographically in your so bedroom. i could feel like i'm at a concert but i don't actually have to go to get breathed on beer spilt on mm. yeah and then i can have elvis literally in my well i mean i don't even need the audience but i i would just enjoy if elvis was like in my living room and then we can all have that experience kind of like you said don obi-wan kenobi style yeah um i i think that if it was somebody else i can't think of another person other than like eddie vetter that i would want like right here maybe madonna that would be cool a yeah. madonna hologram because i Sorry to your significant other. I don't want to go to the Madonna concert. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it that there are some concerts you want to go to, some that you don't. I just am saying, like, if the technology is that good, can we not just get it in, like... In your house? In your house, because... Well, think about, like, they're using 
essentially probably a bunch of projectors. No, I know the technology together in a 360, you know, like you would have to have that in your home. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Like, practically speaking right now, that technology does not exist. I just think it's weird that we're going to pay money. And look, like I said, I love technology. I'd love to go see what this looks like. Yeah. You're excited because it's Elvis. So even if it's just a slideshow where somebody puts up an overhead projector <laughs> and draws like little stick figures that it. say like blue suede shoes, she's all in. I am all in. But, but I do think there would be a moment if I was at the Elvis show like this and I'd sit around and be like, this is really weird because all these real people go. just showed up for a you projection. Can, but you can get in the world of, um, can't you just get your mind in the in the world <laughs> in like suspend Wait a your minute. disbelief. That was too deep. That was too <laughs> just deep. Just get in. Just just get into the world. If it's world. good enough. Otherwise, if it's crap, the whole time you're going to be going. That's why I'm going to give you a review to see if I have oh. feelings. Okay. Like you can watch something and go, "That's cool. I have feelings." Like just like Taylor Swift in the Eras Tour <clears> movie. <throat> you know. I mean, people were freaking out about that. Yeah, and they no, you're felt absolutely like they right. Were there. Yeah. So, is it going to make me have? feelings yeah you know i feel something like he's really there and i'm experiencing I hope, that's what i hope i hope the technology but is that. even if not i'm still gonna try yeah, it no, out you're all in and yeah. i'll give a pass because it's elvis but this almost makes me worry about the same stuff that we talked about during the actor strike where it's like who else is not getting an opportunity to take the stage at harris because a virtual elvis yes, is on like, the stage at harris I, that I, bothers I, me that's like the fact know. that our yeah. next big movie star yeah. could be you know somebody who's been dead well, for you know james dean can make a run back in movies in a few years because yeah. ai technology exists that all these other actors aren't yeah. going to get a chance and i feel the same way about this yeah, i just no, don't I, like that i part. think there's always there's always a dark place yeah. and we will always go to the dark place um, no. sometimes though, the dark place will have a fun show for a few minutes where we can forget the world outside sure. or not, but Dawn will give us our full report. I will say if we can link to the, uh-huh. uh, layered reality site, you can join the wait list to find out. Um, and I think that ABBA show, I don't know if it's still playing in London, but they had a whole bespoke, I don't think quite bespoke theater, but like a whole venue that was dedicated to that show and i don't know if it's still playing or not tickets still available okay abba voyage i I really want to go but that's a expensive trip yeah so i don't know we'll see all right when we come back we have to move into the future of the next segment with kelly clarkson why because dawn wants to tell us some claims she's making about her ex and also spoiler alert her ex is her former manager, so some business dealings. We'll do that right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on Mike. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Kelly Clarkson is relieved to have made her last spousal support payment to Brandon Blackstock, her ex husband, ex manager. She was paying him 115000 a month, and that was a part of their settlement for their divorce uh, that started in uh, 2020. And also, she was uh, she's paying forty five thousand a month in child support to the kids until okay. they reach age thirteen, which I'm down with. Yes, she also had to have a one time tax free spousal support amount of one million three hundred and twenty six thousand. I'm talking about how much money she's forked over to him because of the because of this other story that's come out about things that he said, and this is all according to. Um, to a California labor commissioner. And some of these court documents have come up that the, so she went to this labor commissioner while they were trying to determine how he had handled her finances because she knew something was up. So they looked into it and found out that he overcharged her just for the voice, that gig, one million uh, basically $2 million for booking just that gig. So he now owes and were they her. Married at the, so they weren't married at the time? They were married at the time. Oh. Yes. So this is while they were married. Mm-hmm. He owes her $2.6 for fees that he collected that he shouldn't have collected. Yeah, I knew. She, well, is this all part of the lawsuit? Mm-hmm. This is all part of the lawsuit, and uh, the, he it's been determined now, the post- has dug up all of these figures and also this testimony by this um, labor commissioner, which involves something else that's, mm, it's not like, it's just like kind of shows his character. She wanted to be made known here. Well, yeah, These two have been fighting since day one when they broke up and she has gone after him and basically it's like torched earth. Yeah. Torched earth, scorched earth, right? Like well, torched and scorched. Torched and scorched. <laughs> That's she, right. She was not pleased with him, his behavior, and otherwise. Yeah. So the big story that uh, outside of all the money that he overcharged her and owes is that in this testimony that Kelly Clarkson gave to this commissioner, she said that he told her when she wanted to be on The Voice, she said, I would like you to get me this gig okay. to be a judge on The Voice, which we all know that she did for uh, several seasons, yeah. um, that he told her that you are not sexy enough. So her husband... Her husband... Tells her that she's not sexy enough. You don't have enough sex appeal to be a judge on The Voice because they want sexy people and you're not. Wow. Then what, he, a, what a crap manager <laughs> that guy is. Then he invoked Rihanna's name, Rihanna's name, and compared to her to point out to her, this is what they want and this is what you would have to look like to be sex seen as sexy and you're not. So you're not going to get that gig, gig because that's what they want. Hmm. Um, and she, I guess that she 
pressed him on the issue after a couple of seasons. Uh, so she was like, I still want you to pitch me. So he did. But then he went about it in a way that was like, okay, just, you know, you don't have to do that. So he told NBC, like, if you do not give her this gig, he threatened that she would go back to American Idol and be a judge there if they didn't sign her. And then also it was going to cost them Blake Shelton money to have Kelly Clarkson. Which on that point, I'm like, I understand. That's actually a good manager to say she's at the level. Yeah, that doesn't seem actually like negative. That's not a negative thing, really. Um, to threaten, though, is a little eh. um, because I, she mentioned it in this because it wasn't true that she was going to do that. So he used tactics that she did not mm. approve of. And then also just telling her that she wasn't sexy enough. Well, yeah, that doesn't make any sense why you would. I mean, even if you thought that, if that was a thing. I mean, you would maybe just say, I don't think you're right for that. I don't think that's the you're the kind of person they're looking for. I do also think there's this like weird narrative around Kelly Clarkson about her looks and her body type. Yes. Um, that I'm not sure what that's all about. I mean, other than Hollywood is terrible, but but there does seem to be a focus on her body. And and now mm-hmm. I like I just saw a headline about her weight loss. Yes. And I'm like, oh, and what's the headline? Stop? Sure. The headline, I'm sure, is she's on Ozempic. Yeah. They're like, is she on Ozempic? That's yeah. the speculation. Everybody's like, is she on a weight? Well, okay. So are we just every time somebody loses weight, just going to assume it's Ozempic? I guess. But also, who cares? Exactly. I mean, that's their personal business. Yeah, they their have pr- a doctor. Their business. And unless you're comfortable, you know, getting into people's medical business, which, by the way, is illegal most of the time, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we're not going to get into other people's medical stuff. It's not that people don't, like, look, people are terrible. I mean, we're all fallible creatures. Yeah. And people are going to speculate and gossip about all sorts of crap that is none of that business. But for tabloids and outlets to, like, run with those stories, they'll try to shade it behind, like, fans worried Uh about celebrity sudden weight loss. Oh, Mm -hmm. really? No. Or are they just nosy? Or, yeah, uh, and also to point out the fact that they've constantly, in the tabloids, focused on her weight. Whether she's gained weight or lost weight or gained it again. Like, they're obsessed with her weight Yeah. in general. So, it's like, so you don't want her to be that size, but now you don't want her to be this size. And oh, you're yeah. accusing her of well, taking her, an right? easy way out, I guess, is what, you know, people would assume. Yeah. Um, it's just all around, like, be, pay attention, people. <laughs> pay attention how much people focus on someone's body instead of their talent and, you know, what they have to offer the yeah. world. It's yeah. just like an epidemic, really. Um, so I'm glad that she is no longer paying that much, 115000 a month in spousal support. I'm like, God, I mean, I just don't really... You know, if you, if it's the case like Christine Baumgartner, who uh, was married to Kevin Costner and she gave up her career to, you know, support him and raise children, spousal support to me makes sense. But if you are Brandon Blackstock and you are you have a career where you're making millions of dollars off of artists, why do you just get to have spousal support? Because Kelly Clarkson is richer. And I would say the same thing about a man 
and a woman. Yeah, I would say your issue is not with Brandon Blackstock. It's just with the system itself. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get I think this. he's just doing what he's entitled to do. Sure. And I don't blame him for that. His lawyers, But yeah. that's the deal that people have made. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a system that does that, which I agree with you. I'm, I'm not a big fan of, like, if you have the means to take care of yourself, why would you rely on someone else to do so for you Mm -hmm. dawn thank you so much for that kelly clarkson update when we come back you're also going to give us the skinny on what to expect at the golden globes on sunday and we're just going to talk about our favorite movies movies on boobies or booby what are we calling it does monday at the office feel like a storm not with microsoft copilot that feeling when copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly it's sunny again When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Please on. The Golden Globes are this Sunday. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're going to give you all the details on what's new with the Golden Globes right now. Well, I think we have a segment that's called Boobies on Movies. It's a derivative of Boobs on Tubes. We're the boobs and we talk about TV, but now it's movies. Yeah, I don't know. We We just like to say the word movies. Let's roll it. Boobs on tubes. What are you watching? Boobs on tubes. <laughs> Sometimes boobs the boobs on are tubes. on tubes. What are you watching? Yeah. Boobs on tubes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so the Golden Globes uh, are on TV this weekend. And of course, the Golden Globes, the first of a lot of um, award shows that we'll be paying attention to this season, of course. And also, it's going to be a new broadcast it this is year. yes so the hollywood foreign press doesn't exist anymore uh and i think that's a good thing it was um entertainment journalists from around the world and there was virtually no inclusivity at all or diversity in this group and the golden globes had struggled for many years because of this or i guess in the last five years or, or so uh, so that is gone. Now they have 300 journalists who are from around the world. Um, so essentially th- the same thing, but doing what they should have done all along, which is include all people to vote. Well, what you're saying is that actually Dick Clark Productions bought mm-hmm. the name and outfit outright from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which is no more. But right. they did bring together a bunch of Hollywood foreign press to vote so that they could put on these actual awards. They basically um, just created a new outfit to distance themselves from the controversies that Mm -hmm. you referenced. Exactly. So this happened last June where they made this. This is the first Golden Globes that, you know, it's a for-profit business now, which I'm 
wondering, you know, how will that affect things? There's still a lot of politics involved in in um, movie nominations for sure. Uh, it's also going to be on CBS instead of NBC, and it's always been on NBC. So you can watch it, actually, if you have Paramount Plus with Showtime. You can watch it and stream it live if you want to do that. Watch or just watch it on CBS. I was going to say, it'll still be on CBS, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. And then if you just have regular Paramount Plus, you can watch it the next day on Paramount Plus. So um, they also have 27 new nominees that have never been nominated before, and and also two new categories. Uh, The categories are, one of them is sort of a long name. It has to do with comics, let's see, Um, new award categories. Uh, TV stand-up comedy performance, and then cinematic and box office achievement. The second one there is important because you're going to be recognizing Movies that just make a ton of money, but in the past have never been in a category, which has kind of irked people because they're like, well, why isn't, you know, this film in the mix? Yeah, I would assume this is this this acknowledges box office successes, which aren't necessarily critically acclaimed films. Right. So that gives, you know, appeases them, I guess, for and giving getting an award for box office office. Well, it just gives the audience, I think, probably a reason to watch because a lot of people. You know, I mean, uh, uh, those of us who enjoy the critically acclaimed films are not always the same as uh, the larger audience, which may just be excited about, you know, the most talked about films of the year. Yeah. Like the two aren't necessarily the same. And so it gives more people a reason to watch. Exactly. Yes. Uh, So out of the movies that are up for best motion picture drama, um. Uh, we have Anatomy of a Fall, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, and The Zone of Interest. So, out of those, how many have you seen? What were the films again? Anatomy of a Fall. I have not seen that. Killies, Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen that. Maestro. Nope. Oppenheimer. Nope. Past Lives. Nope. The Zone of Interest. Z- nope. You didn't see Oppenheimer? No, I never saw Oppenheimer. I wanted to, but I never made it to the Okay, so Jamie, your significant other, he will have seen the majority of all of these films. Because, again, for the listener, he watches or attempts to watch. Actually, last year he did watch literally 100% of the nominated films for the Academy Awards and the Golden Globes. And not just because people will say to me all the time, oh, I did too. And I'm like, yeah, you probably watched the. Major categories. Major categories or like the nominated films for best picture. Or directing. But he watches like all the ones where you're like, why are you watching? Like <laughs> film score. <laughs> the hair yeah. and makeup. Yes. He's doing the real work yeah. here. No, he because it's a thing for him. He likes a list. I love that. And oh. so he checks off his list and then he creates a little spreadsheet and puts who he thinks is going to win. And then he <gasps> compares it to who actually wins. It's a whole thing. Why? We need to That's have awesome. him on with his predictions. Totally. Yeah. Can is he available tomorrow? Let's do it tomorrow. Well, I don't know about tomorrow. How yeah. about um, just in the future after yeah, the absolutely uh, after Sunday? Yeah, great. Um, now, my point was interested? to just say that he's watched all of those films. I have not. He's he's got a few to watch before the uh, the show on Sunday, but oh. I think he's watched a big chunk already. Uh, are you interested? Are you going to try to make a point to watch any of these? I or? do want to watch the May December film mm-hmm. with. Kate Winslet, right? That's Kate Winslet? No, Julianne Moore. Oh, why did I think Kate Winslet? What's she in? 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so I do want to see that movie. I also... Which is that's on Netflix. You can see that now. Yeah. There's another movie, actually, and I put this on the list for us to talk about. Uh, there is a film that was nominated for a Golden Globe, but also that is probably going to be shortlisted for an Academy Award, and it's called Society of the Snow. It's a foreign film, and I don't remember that it's like... I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Spanish, but... It is a film about the plane crash. Every if I just say the movie Alive, remember mm-hmm. the movie Alive? Yes. Did you see that, Mike? Uh, I, no, I don't. Do think you I know have. anything about it? No. So okay. there's a 1972 plane crash in the Andes, in the mountains, in the snow-covered mountains in 1972, oh. where a soccer team, yes, the Uruguay national mm-hmm. soccer team, mm-hmm. I think, crashed in the Andes, and some things went down. Yeah. Some really disturbing things mm-hmm. and they made a movie out of it called alive back in the 90s was that in the 90s I it, it was had 80s oh, it doesn't matter either way it's been a while uh that film 93 93 no. uh yeah 93 uh th- with ethan hawk yep and that story sort of brought it to the world's attention or that movie brought the story to the world's attention except for those of people that were in the world when it actually happened mm-hmm. but for our generation right like yeah. we didn't know the story per se well that story is being told in another movie and i thought why are they telling this ter- spoiler alert cannibalism okay um why are they telling this dark sad t- depressing story again why do we need another one of those films and then i read a story about it that references the book that this movie is based on by a guy named Pablo Virchi or Virsi and it follows the story of this plane disaster and then i read that some of the actual survivors approved of the film and actually were grateful that it was made because they felt like it portrayed the truest account or at least their side of the story okay yeah cuz again these are people from uruguay and I don't think that they felt like Alive and some of the other movies or accounts shared the whole picture mm-hmm. of the emotional toll and the mm, just non-cinematic type, you know, it's it's yeah. not a glossed up story. Yeah. So so when I read that, I thought, ooh, OK, now I want to read. The, and then I watched the trailer and I was hooked. I was like, OK, I want to watch this film. So if we could link that, at least that trailer, I thought we could play it, but it's just a lot of visuals. Yeah. You don't hear a ton of voices and they're in Spanish. But I think the you got on Netflix, you can like do the English if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that. I would stick to the hearing in Spanish. Yeah, hearing I'd rather subtitles. Hear the Me actual, too. I yeah. hate watching dubbed Oh, yeah. Things. Anyway, uh, moral of the story is it's now available. I think today it dropped on Netflix and it's called Society of the Snow. So that's another film I wanted to watch right. before this weekend. Do you have anything that you want to watch? Ooh, it's this. Oh, so it's dropped already on Netflix. OK, I think today. OK, um, yeah. I also want to watch May, December on Netflix. Um, also- that's a Todd Haynes film. And if you love Todd Haynes films, by all accounts, this is a great one. Can you remind us, Todd? Todd Haynes would be um, all that is it all that heaven allows? No, what's Todd Haynes? It's he's basically melodrama, beautiful, uh, yeah, Um, far from heaven. That's what I was thinking. Far from heaven. Far from heaven. Carol. Carol. Dark waters. 
Yeah. Yeah. He has a very distinct visual sort of melodrama, sort of Douglas Sirk, you know, that 1950s and 60s, just very emotional. So, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also, Past Lives is nominated for Best Director. It's uh, the only female director that's nominated. Uh, so I want to check that out. And you can rent that for $5 on Prime. And I also wanted to make a point to see Maestro. That is on Netflix currently. That has Bradley Cooper. And he's nominated for uh, Best Most Motion Picture Drama. Um for best director and is he nominated for best actor i am not sure i think he is yes no i don't know no he is not yes he is yep. sorry that was no. a real roller coaster no. i just put yes. you on yes yes yes, no. yes um so i do want to check that out and i've heard he's kind of thirsty for an oscar that's been well, all yeah, the, the blind items remember yeah have had us all talking about his desire to get another Oscar. Not surprising. An actor who wants an Academy Award. What? Mike, any films you want to see before Sunday? Uh, I would love to see The Holdovers. I know you love oh, it, Dawn, God, and I really want to see great. that one for sure. But, uh, yeah, as far as the other awards go, that that's the big one for me. Yeah. All right. Saw um, Killers that. of the Flower Moon, saw Oppenheimer. Don't I do... Would like to see Oppenheimer mm-hmm. and Killers at some point, but I'm not paying twenty dollars to see that movie. You can I watch know. them back to back. It's only six and a half hours of your life. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather watch YouTube videos and play my <laughs> mahjong game. Thank you. <laughs> when we come back, Jofi, remember them? That's the former publishing ship known as Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They're not together, but they are still creating headlines together. We'll tell you why when we return right here on my. T- Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Now is your time to take great care of your dental health with the best dentist in the Twin Cities. It's where I go, Dakota Dental, right down in Apple Valley, super convenient to the metro. They can help with whatever ails you or doesn't ail you. They'll keep things from ailing you when it comes to your teeth. I know that because I've been a patient there for years. I've gone for my regular checkups and cleanings. In fact, I just got my reminder today for my cleaning. Um... Here's the thing. They make it super duper easy to make your appointment. They've got plenty of appointments at times that work with your schedule. I guarantee they've got appointments right now. So give them a call. You're not going to have to wait months. There are often shortages in the industry or in that sector. Not when it comes to Dakota Dental. They're not dealing with a shortage of dentists or hygienists. So call Dakota Dental today. Make your appointment at one of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. And also tell them Bradley sent you. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. talked about Jofi in a while, which is our publicationship name for Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. They divorced, or they might still be going through it. Um, last year, it was a big story. Well, now Joe Jonas is he's making an appearance that was probably planned, because I don't know a lot of tabloids that are hanging out at the Cabo San Lucas airport. Mm, true. He was seen there Shocking. 
flying in to Cabo with a model named Stormy Bree. They always say amid Sophie Turner divorce, amid the divorce. So they were spotted leaving the same airport. Um, and, you know, he also on the same day posted something that I don't know if it was a response to Sophie Turner's post about 2023, because if you missed it last week, she posted something that said it's the year of the girlies. And she just posted oh, pictures with her friends. I'm all with my ladies. Which I don't is, need a man. Right. Which yeah. included like just the good time she had with like Taylor Swift, etc. Yeah. So I don't know if he got hurt over that and his ego was damaged. So he posted this cryptic, <laughs> I would say cryptic message. Um, it was a video of waves crashing on the shore. Uh-huh. Very dramatic. And um, then he posted, uh, the, the music was a song called I Think of You. And it's by Rodriguez, and it was released in 1971. And what? so people, of course, are going to look into that. It was just the instrumental of this song with the waves crashing. Oh. Well, the lyrics um, are all about missing someone. So these are the lyrics to the song that he, you know, sort of slyly posted the instrumental to. Just a song we shared all here brings memories back when you were here of your smile, your easy laughter. Of your kiss, those moments after. I think of you, and think of you, and think of you. Oh, these are song lyrics? Yes, yes. The song lyrics to the instrumental song that he posted with the crashing waves. Oh. Um, And so she posted, year with the girly. (laughs) So, So maybe he was like, now is my opportunity to show that I'm the better person. Mm, Yeah. I mean, look, he is trying to use the tabloids to paint a picture about his image and has been doing damage control on his image ever since the first sort of post split um, appearance that he made where he implied that she was a bad mom. I mean, when they broke up, the implication was through tabloids that she was the bad mom. And so he wanted to, you know, he wanted to get out of that, and essentially, she was too interested in partying, et cetera, et cetera. And so ever since then, I feel like he's been trying to play damage control. Yeah, because he was seen out, like, uh, taking the kids to lunch. Yeah, he was always stroller. doing photo shoots with, which, again, that's a common celebrity behavior. She doesn't seem to be the same kind of, well, but that's not true, because, like, she's out and about with Taylor. So I feel like this is all just tit for tat, right? I think they were just following Taylor everywhere she went, though. You know, I don't think she was hiding from the cameras, but it wasn't as oh, much come on. of a... She was totally playing up like, her calculated, friendship. sure. Yeah. She knew she would be photographed, but yeah. he also did. And his is more calculated because he created a situation where he was on lunch patios in L.A. Yeah, yeah. with his I'm just kids. saying that, like, you know, I don't think it's too black and white. I think they're both engaging in public image control sure. because they're celebrities. Yeah. Um. So this a little bit about uh, this lovely lady. She is a model. She is also Miss... The lady he's with yeah. in Cabo. Yeah, Stormy. Miss Tennessee Teen USA. Oh. 
former Miss Tennessee Teen USA. Let me make that clear. I was say, that'd be a little former. awkward. She's 33. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Tennessee, we did just have all behind. this controversy about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yes, we yes. don't need to. No, former Miss Tennessee Teen USA. Uh, so, you know, they're just leaving Cabo, not arriving. And um, they performed a private show. Not them. What? But- what? And it's brothers. <laughs> what? <laughs> they, when I say they, I mean the Jonas Brothers. Okay. Did a private so that's show. why they were in Cabo. Yes, they were at a Cabo hotel for a private show on New Year's Eve. So, do I we know they're together? Along. Like, have we seen them before? I her, she doesn't no. ring a bell, and I, you know, I always wonder in situations like this, like, did she just get off the airplane with him? Um, they're getting on the airplane. They are walking to the airport. I know. I'm just saying it's like a close shot, but it's we've never seen them together. We this, this is, is not, the first time yeah, yeah, that yeah. he's revealed that he's dating this person. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if you know they yeah, just yeah. randomly can look at any girl that he's walking very close yeah. to. And oh, know I'm, who I'm it totally, is. I'm I'm totally on board that he probably called the paparazzi to show up Absolutely. because he knew that they would take the bait. I'm just saying we don't really have any context for who she is or what their relationship is. No, but we're here to <clears throat> to support gossip about things like this and oh, to yeah. speculate. That's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah, whether or not they have a real relationship, maybe they had a relationship for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And they're like, let's sit next to each other. I well, don't you know do wonder how they met. Yeah. I mean, but she's a beautiful woman and he is a beautiful man. That's how they met. <laughs> they're in the same circle. That's how they met? Mm-hmm. There's a club called you just like, People. I'm a beautiful man, you're yeah. a beautiful woman. Yes. Well, and let's meet. Yeah, that's right. There's a club called Beautiful I bet there's a story People. behind her. What's her name again? Her name is Stormy, not Daniels. Stormy Bree. Her real last name is Henley. Thanks for that detail, page six. I do love that her name's Stormy because now when we talk about this couple, we can not only do this, we can also do this. Because remember, (laughs) Sophie was most recently seen with Peregrine Pearson. Oh, yes. So now we've got got Stormy <laughs> so whenever you hear that sound, listeners, we're talking about Jofi. Now you know uh, who we're talking about. Yes. Okay, so she's a model. I'm looking on her Instagram account. She's very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know they're still going through their bitter divorce because there was a whole situation. Well, we haven't really heard anything lately on how that's been playing out, right? Like there was this initial. Sort of like they both went to their corners. It says that they are that they've come to an agreement that they'll the kids will spend both uh, time in the UK and the US equally. Um, in October, they came to that decision. So, thank God it didn't turn into. Like, but I don't remember they didn't have like a financial resolution to their divorce, right? Um, no, it doesn't look like yet. They're just as far as the kids go, which is you know. People were very worried about that. That's that has been determined oh, right away, you know. So yeah, their temporary agreement was to, like, but there wasn't like a permanent resolution, right? Um, it says after a productive and successful mediation, we have agreed that the children will spend time equally in loving homes. Oh, in both you're the US right. And we the did talk about that. Yeah, I just remember there were these like various stages where initially. They, yes, there was. Yeah. yeah. But I think all they right. all of it's a sudden a resolved it and we were Dust like, thank goodness. Off. Well, 
good luck to them, as we like to say here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for that update, Dawn. And when we come back, food talk. We love talking about food. I know we're supposed to pretend to be like healthy this time of year because, you know, we've had enough Christmas cookies. But I'm going to tell you about some really fun junk food mm. that's heading to your favorite places this month. Right here on My Talk 107.1.